Hey there, true listeners. This is Kyle from the Longbox Cast, and you're listening to another great Four Ride Radio podcast. For more great shows, check out fourrideradio.com. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash longboxcast. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. The funny thing is I just had the TV on, and I turned it off like five minutes before you called. I was like, I don't want to have the TV on while I'm podcasting. Oops. So let me read you some of the script real quick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Starts off. Our setting is the retail store, Walmart. You can hear the crowd and the registers beep in the background. Eric, thanks for coming with me to the store, you guys. It's always more fun to shop collectibles with friends. Zach says, absolutely. I hope we can find what you're looking for. AP says, what are you looking for anyways? Eric says, I need to pick up that red Mighty Morphin Pop vinyl figure. Zach says, number 406. Eric says, that's the one. (laughs) Zach's all, here's the aisle. Let's see what they have. The rustling through boxes noise. Eric says, dang it, I don't see any. Zach goes, that's weird. I could have sworn I saw a bunch at my local store last week. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Aye, 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 aye. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Today on the Power Hour, episode 96, Ranger's Commentary, Chris's Pick, The Power of Gold, recorded on June 24th, 2017. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Simon Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. And I'm Chris, also known as Toku Chris. Today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium, free, 30-day one-game-out trial, specifically for our listeners at GameflyOffer.com slash RangerCommandPH. Hey, Chris. Hey, dude. Sorry. I had a... <laughs> no, it's all right. <laughs> Dad life. My partner was, uh, she was texting me to let me know something. I was reading it when you were starting, so I apologize. No, it's all right. So, how are things going? It's been a while. It has been a while, man. Just uh, working and being a dad. Nice. That's really about it. Well, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm glad you're on the show today. So, we're going to do Thank you. a commentary episode, doing commentary episodes the whole month of July because I'm moving. So, we're going to do. The Power of Gold. Heck yeah, we are. <laughs> Power Rangers. Who came up with that bad idea? Jeez. <laughs> no idea. I recommended that episode. I wanted to ask you, why do you like the Gold Ranger so much? This is going to sound really dumb, but when I was a kid, I kind of felt like he was mine. You know, because everybody was like, the Green Ranger, and then the White Ranger, and then when they went to Zeo, all the kids were like, man, this isn't the same, this sucks, blah, 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 blah. And the Gold Ranger was awesome, and they did a really good job of teasing him, Mm -hmm. building him, you know what I mean? Like, even before he premiered, they built him up something fierce. I remember when he premiered, it was either the week before or the week after he premiered, that's when they did the music video. And, like, it had its own segment right after Power Rangers Zeo or right before Power Rangers Zeo. And I just, I fell in love with the theme song. That's, like, my big, big thing right there was his theme song. And, yeah, I mean, it's just, he's just a badass. You know, Brad Hawkins is a very uh, sexy man with a very sexy voice, which kind of helps uh, add to it all. <laughs> uh, he never went away, and I just always thought he was an epic, epic ranger, and that they failed to capture that same epicness every other season. They've never captured the same epicness that they created when they brought the Gold Ranger in as this, you know, sixth ranger that comes in magically and mysteriously and saves the day and disappears. And who was that? Oh, my gosh. I think maybe everybody that dreams about being a superhero, that's the type of superhero they dream about being. Or at least I do. You know, the one that just kind of appears, saves the day and disappears. I don't want the glory. I don't want the, you know, oh, look at him. He's so cool. Who is that? Let me just go in. Almost like a Batman kind of thing, right? Just swoops Mm -hmm. in, takes everybody out, throws up deuces and is like later. I think that all those 
kind of go together, kind of make him into my favorite ranger. Now, what did you think about the transition when the gold ranger powers transferred over to Jason? Honestly, I didn't see it coming because I was convinced it was going to be Billy, you mm-hmm. know? So when they brought in Jason, I was like, oh, shit, it's Jason. I was like, this is the greatest Power Rangers team that's ever existed. Now you have Jason as the strong sixth ranger, and you have Tommy as the leader, and you have uh, Adam and Rocky, who are both really strong, and Kat, who's really good, and Tanya, who's... There. There. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No offense to Nikia Breeze. They they kind of told us a lot that your character was important. They just never really showed it to us. Although props to being one of the strongest female characters in a Power Rangers show, probably ever. Yeah, she had quite a few good episodes that focused on her character in Zeo. I think overall Zeo was a pretty strong season. I remember being just pump for it when they did those teases over the summer and it was like it's coming and like what's it gonna be and i think they built up not only the mystery about the gold ranger but just even before the series started it was pretty mysterious well yeah i mean it suffers from the same thing that you see in every series where they kind of don't know what to do with themselves or where to take the story Mm -hmm. because let's face it the story didn't really happen until the gold ranger appears Right. It's like, oh, here's King Mondo, and then here's 20-something episodes, 26 or 25 episodes of filler. And then, oh, the power of gold. I guess now we can continue with the story. As far as, like, Louis Kaboom showing up, and then... Mm -hmm. Because really, other than the Alien Rangers, who, let's face it, they really felt like a plot device that was thrown in just to use suits to save some money while the movie was getting filmed. Or, you know, after the movie was filmed, it was time for vacation. So, here, everybody take the week off. We'll bring in some weird alien dudes the gold ranger to me really made it feel like the universe had expanded like yeah there's alien rangers and basically power rangers from another planet you know we also had masked rider that same series so yeah they already brought in the existence of like alien beings that have powers but this is the first time an alien being came to us the gold ranger since they were in trouble and came to earth and saved their life you see it again with the phantom ranger and turbo but this is really the first time we're like oh crap there's also a power ranger from another world somewhere out there so there's more than just the alien rangers you know and a random bug guy uh, in a really crappy show. It was a lot of world building, universe building that after in space kind of fell apart and disappeared forever. All right. So we are going to get right into it. For those who don't know, this is a commentary episode meant to serve as an episode commentary like what you would find on a DVD or a riff track. For maximum enjoyment, please watch along with us. We are watching Power Rangers Zeo, episode 27, The Power of Gold on Netflix. At the time of this recording, this episode was available on Netflix and DVD. So, on the count of three, hit play to start. Just so you know, I was already, because I guess I, had, I tried to get my son to watch this episode. Yes, my son is only 15 months, so I'm trying to get him to watch Power Rangers. <laughs> just leave me alone. So, I, I just I took my, my controller or whatever, because it's on my PlayStation 4. I just moved it all the way back to 00.00. So I'm not even like the play menu. I'm in the, it's already played. I've used my scene selection, gone back to zero, zero. So that way it starts literally when I hit play, not like loading, then starts the episode. Yeah. I'm in the same boat for Netflix. So one, two, three. I'm dancing. (laughs) I want to know where like, they took all these pictures of people. Like, honestly, David was in the command center. Right. But where the hell was, like, Johnny and Bosch? There's, like, all these flowers behind him. <laughs> Isn't that the only logo 
other than Mighty Morphin that does not have Saban like above power. I think so. There was a logo in the top right corner. But I really love episodes that start like already in suit and in battle. Oh yeah. I don't know who Ali who Ali Winchell is, but I love him or her. <laughs> I like how they're in a random power plant. Hey, it's Lois from Family Guy. <laughs> I just like that they're in some random park. Okay, I know like they always use like a lot of like male stunt actors. Yeah. But God, Zeo Pink looks like such a dude. <laughs> when she's walking down, you're like, oh my God, like those are some broad shoulders. Wow, yeah, that's completely obvious. That's really fake padding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I'm an expert on the female anatomy. <laughs> I think Clank and Orbis are my two favorite henchmen. Like, who makes a Scottish evil robot? <laughs> I don't know. Do you two feel like Rocky kind of got the short end of the deal on this, like, break the team up part? Like, Tommy's like, I'm awesome. I'm going to take Adam because he's awesome, too. Rocky, take the chicks and go out and try not to get killed. <laughs> and Mondo's not stupid, dude, because who does he go after the hardest? The weekend of the group. Yeah. I, I just wish that the these villains like split the team up more often. That's a, such a sound strategy. <laughs> Tommy on his own, he's pretty good at that in the future. <laughs> right? This is the one background song in Zeo I did not like. It's almost at, out of out of theme with the rest of the series. Yeah, I just I don't know. <laughs> just gonna lay here and wait for them to kick my leg. Pretty sure Rocky just said he was on his own. If anyone hears crunching, I'm eating crackers. I'm a dad, leave me alone. Hey, look, this costume sold for $385 in eBay back in the day. Yep. <laughs> How is that a dog? <laughs> Can we just take a moment and enjoy the fact that there's a fight going on and there's not a bunch of one-liners being spewed out? Ah, uh, yeah. Or if they are, they're meaningful. So the last times they actually use their power weapons are like calling out like that. 
That was like a, a dedicated stream by Catherine there. I do like that in the Power Rangers Legacy Wars game that they do replicate her attacks because she does that mm-hmm. spin shield in the in the game, which is nice. Billy, I know it's 1990-something, but wear a belt, dude. <laughs> it's the greatest theme song you've ever heard. Turn up the volume. This is the most epic thing in Power Rangers right now. Gosh. I hope someone will hear me and release the freaking lyric burn that the I never know what I'm trying to say. Just release a song without lyrics. The instrumental. Thank you. It's a long day. Premium Bandai should release like an Orbis. You know, because they released like the puppet from uh, Tokyo. Uh-huh. So they should just release Orbis as like a little thing you can carry around like a baby. <laughs> I'd buy it. We're getting our butts kicked. <laughs> that was like the most demonic, terrifying transition I've ever seen. Like his head flies at the screen. <laughs> Fire. I miss villains with their own unique teleportation effects. Mm hmm. Alpha, we better get everyone back here. Excuse me, what did you find? I'm not the Gold Ranger. <laughs> Spoiler alert. No, I love this because, like, they get ready to, like, point out all this exposition, like, his, the power source matches the Zeo Crystal. It's an exact match. And then they never talk about it again for the rest <laughs> of the series. <laughs> like, why is your power the same as ours? <sighs> And here's a weird visual of the pyramid. Did you see something? I can't be sure. This is really interesting. This is an energy signature from our... I mean, your Zeo Now watch what happens when I overlay it with the energy signature. Jeez, Billy, it's only been 27 episodes. Take the chip off your shoulder. Seriously. What is that? Well, whoever or whatever is responsible for the power search is using the same energy source as us. That energy was strong enough to interfere with King Mondo's control of his army. So that would make King Mondo a little concerned about this pyramid as well. Definitely. Well, power source or not, we get our tails kicked out there. Rocky's right. Here comes some more shade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what if next time he splits us up even farther? I mean, who knows how many things can move? There are only five of us. Used to be six. Ooh, that hurts. You have to locate that pyramid before King Mondo does. His power can hold the answer to our problems. What's that? You're saying the Rangers are responsible? You know, you could actually, thinking back to how the, the voice actors for uh, Queen Machine is the same voice actors for Lois from Family Guy. Mm-hmm. The Machine Empire is literally Family Guy. King Mondo is Peter. Oh my God. Queen Machine is Lois. Sprocket is Stewie. <laughs> Prince Gasket is Chris. And then we'll just say, like, you know. Uh, or- Orbis is Meg. 
Orbis is Meg, and we'll call him uh, Clank uh, Quagmire. <laughs> giggity. <laughs> giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> I want to. I want to dub over a battle where he's fighting the Rangers and somebody like giggity, 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 giggity. <laughs> I had to do that really quiet, otherwise my son's gonna wake up. That I love that laugh. Such a great graphic. <laughs> I love the laugh laugh though. I don't know why, but I think Catherine like got really hot in Zeno. Like I didn't think she was super. I don't know I'm being totally a guy right now. <laughs> As a kid, I never found her like super attractive and mighty Morphin because I'm like, you're not Kim. And then Zeno. Like, yeah. About this point, I'm just like, hubba hubba. I still really oh, love this morph. It was really good. I have the subtitles on, and whenever they fight, it just says key eyeing. <laughs> wow, that looks like you're in Burbank. <laughs> I mean, April Grove. Hey, look, it's that device that is reworked into every single device they do. Oh, it's the last time you'll ever hear that in freaking communicator. Zeo it anyways. Because they change it in space and turbo. Yeah. Okay, no one ever like has referenced the change in direction because in the beginning of Zeo they just yelled it's morphing time and put their arms behind their back. And then at some mm-hmm. point, like ten episodes in, they actually start doing the whole like morphing jig. I always want to know what caused that change. No, I, I don't know. I've never really noticed that. Or why they decided not to have uh, uh, Austin use a morpher. Oh, the classic Catherine cry of Tommy. I feel like Catherine was supposed to have a spark explode right there and it just didn't go off and only Tanya's went <laughs> off. Okay, I'm being a fanboy here, but I can listen to Jason David Frank Kia like all day. <laughs> that monster has like boobs <laughs> and a gut. That's me in monster form right there. <laughs> With my hair getting long like it is. <laughs> Explosions in front and back. We can't let Wolf Bay and win, guys. Oh. Hold on, I'm going to relive my childhood for a couple of seconds. Here. Sure. Uh-huh. I like how there's a kick form right there. I like how he used that, and then Jason never uses it. Right? Brent Hawkins is sex. Except you can totally tell the difference between the Japanese and the American suit. At least I can. Yeah. Because I'm a fanboy and I study it relentlessly. 
Like, obviously, the armbands aren't quite long enough in the American version, considering there's a giant gap that's <laughs> supposed to come in. That and the uh, Japanese suits actually made, like, of a rubber, kind of like the Dragon Shield was in, uh, for Zoo Ranger. Right. This American version is made of foam, and the way you can tell that is based on if you ever see him turn and you see, like, sideways, mm-hmm. you see the, how the suit, like, is actually rubber and rests on his back. While in the American version, there's nothing resting on his back. It's literally just a foam shield. Oh, okay. That's so awesome. Oh, I know. The legacy toy that needs to be made. (laughs) Right? Forward this, forward this podcast episode to freaking Jason. <laughs> forward it for This is such a classic episode. This is like classic Power Rangers for me. Oh, yeah. Even a step above, really. Oh, God. I see a face now in the stomach and I can't not see it. <laughs> like his boobs or the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> He was, like, jiggling his belly there, which is kind of disturbing. <laughs> I love that pose, too. Oh, I know. <laughs> Be careful. You see how the mouth moved in the Japan version of uh, Wolfbane? Mm-hmm. The American version, it's probably so damaged, it's just like wired shit. Another classic pose. And this Japanese suit is so shiny. Mm-hmm. Do something, Quagmire, right now. <laughs> Giddy! Giddy! <laughs> I'm gonna make my monster grow! I'm so glad it's not a giant laser like it has been in every freaking series of Power Rangers for the last four years. Why? He has a big giant (laughs) pyramid. They don't know that. Of course, he could just be like, hold on, let me make you grow like I do in the finale. As opposed to letting your Zords get trashed, like, and show up in my pyramid. Granted, you know, it is probably the most epic Zord summon, in my opinion. The theme song helps. Oh, classic Ron Wasserman. You know I'm fanboying when I'm actually spending time watching this as opposed to like just talking the entire time. Come on, we need a freaking legacy Zeo Megazord, something fierce. Yeah, for real. I like how the Gold Ranger's like frustrated. Like he's watching a football game. <laughs> How'd you miss that pass? Okay. 
going off of Zeo thing here, I'm so happy that Zeo connected the Red Battle Zord to the battle boards from the Alien Rangers. Mm-hmm. Like they connected like how they made the Red Battle Zord to how the Alien Rangers had their battle boards. Yes. And they have to he had to control it the same way with the clairvoyance of his mind and stuff. I thought that was freaking awesome. That would also make an, an epic legacy Zord. Mm-hmm. If they put the articulation in there? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> they didn't even try, they just fall sideways. <laughs> Alright. Epic reach for the sky. How'd that happen? You know something? Okay. I'm gonna go back after we finish the episode and watch that scene real quick. Because uh-huh. I swear the Yellow Ranger had clasps on the outside of her helmet in the one scene. And then they shoot to the next scene. Oh, epic pyramid summon. And the instrumental of the theme song. Oh. I'm going to need 15 minutes before we watch the next episode. <laughs> you know, so, see that orb in the background? That was Rita's uh-huh. orb at the palace. That's right. Reusing all the props in the show. <laughs> God, n- nothing beats Zord models. Right. It's kind of like the old Star Wars movies, like when they used all the like actual props and stuff before they started to go all CGI like they did with the freaking prequels. Yeah. Where'd it go? Look how Sprocket has a light bulb on his head. <laughs> I just can't get uh, Peter Griffin as King Mondo out of my head. <laughs> oh, where? <laughs> We're gonna stop the Power Rangers. <laughs> Where's Billy? Where's Billy been this entire time? Hey, Billy, what's happened here? Are you okay? We're worried about you. Yeah, fine, thanks. I just had some things I need to take care of. You know what's the biggest dick move of all? <laughs> what's that? They make you think he's the Gold Ranger, and he's not. So what the f*** was he doing when his friends were like getting their <laughs> kicks? He was like, sorry guys, I had something else more important to do. Some people assumed that he was making the Turbo Zords. And I like uh, that headcanon. Cliché. Unless it's... <laughs> Unless it's a current season, we know exactly what's going to happen. I love the freaking uh, bloopers. Oh, yeah. Look up for the friends. What friends? <laughs> oh, I don't want to watch Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. 
All right. So, that was The Power of Gold. Give that episode a solid 11 out of 10. Nice. (laughs) Some notes for this episode. The Gold Ranger is the first ranger not to have his weapons stored in a holster when not in use. Up until Revelations of Gold, each episode put a character in the frame to possibly be the Gold Ranger. In this episode, it's Billy. And this is the only episode of Zeo not to feature Bulk and Skull. Huh. You don't even know. Well, everybody them. needs a day off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, in Zeo, they're actually really, really good. Their characterization, I mean, I think, what episode was it? I think it's, well, I got my episode list. I just got to find it. I think it's before the Gold Ranger appears. Once I save the episode name, you'll know exactly which one I'm talking about. Instrument of Destruction. It's the one where uh, Skull is an amazing pianist, but he's oh, afraid to. Yes. He's afraid to show off his skills because he doesn't want to be made fun of. I thought that right there is like the pinnacle episode of shining character moment for Skull. At least I don't think Bulk ever gets an episode quite like that. Yeah. The Gold Ranger arc's really good until they decide, like, hey, let's randomly make him a freaking triplet. Are you the real Gold Ranger? <laughs> as if there's any question literally any episode after the power of gold is worth watching just for the gold ranger except for uh, a season to remember because no one cares about christmas yeah that was kind of bad ranger nation let us know what you think if you have questions <laughs> email us at ranger command power hour at gmail.com or check us out at ranger command.com you can find us on twitter at ranger command ph on facebook instagram and youtube at Ranger Command Power Hour, all one word. Chris, if people want to check out your stuff, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter, uh, my personal Twitter, at Toku Chris. And then obviously I'm the webmaster of Toku Nation, which is tokunation.com, uh, at Toku Nation on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Toku Nation, uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, by the time people listen to this, because this is coming out in July, right? Yes, July 8th. Cool. In a week from then, I'll be on my way to San Diego Comic-Con. So uh, if you guys don't follow me or my site, please feel free to, because we'll be uh, updating everything that happens at the show live. Got a lot of private meetings going on. Uh, nothing official, like not like official meetings. As you know, Eric, when you're in the industry, as long as we are, you get to know people oh, yeah. uh, who do official things and stuff like that. So I've got a couple different activities planned. Uh, one of them, I believe, are still working on the exact details, but uh, I'm going to go hang out with Greg for a little bit, uh, formerly of Bandai. So cool. I'll be good to, good to catch up with that guy, uh, a buddy of mine. I, I miss him dearly. <laughs> miss having an excuse to talk to him other than just being like, hi, what's going on, dude? That'll be fun. Nice. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, you guys always do amazing uh, San Diego Comic-Con coverage, so definitely looking forward to that. It'll be interesting. I didn't go last year because I had a kid, um, <laughs> but now he can walk. Now he can walk, so I figured that was my excuse to be able to go. So uh, he's going to go see his grandma and grandpa for seven days. I'm going to go to San Diego for seven days. We'll call it good. It's going to be good times. I know um, I'm going to see uh, some of the guys from Power Rangers now. I'll get together with them for a little bit and you know, you always end up running into people that do different things, but uh, every year there's always a different crazy story that I have to tell. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to what that crazy story is going to be this year. Yeah, looking forward to hear it, man. Well, thanks again Definitely. for doing this. We knocked out three episodes of Power Rangers. <laughs> That's more than I've watched in like freaking a long time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Really? Well, with Ninja Steel being the way it is. Ninja Steel. <laughs> thanks again for doing this, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, dude. It was always fun. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com.
rangercommandph.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is Trucky B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks. Hey everybody, Eric here to tell you about a special promotion my charity Comicare is running. We are up for a challenge and we need your support. At Comicare, we spend all year traveling to hospitals and collecting smiles from children and their families and leave comic books behind to keep the smiles going. Well, now we want to see your smiles and we want to post them on our pages too. This July 20th through 23rd, we will bring Arizona Tony Stark to the San Diego International Comic Con and take on one of our biggest challenges yet. We will have four days to collect as many pictures as we can of smiling supporters with Tony. How many can we collect? A hundred? Three hundred? Five hundred? We'll run for the 1,000 mark, but you never know. Will you pledge a couple of pennies for each photo we collect? Just think, if you pledge just two cents per picture and we collect a hundred photos, your donation will be two dollars. If we collect a thousand, twenty dollars. Either way, a small price to pay to be part of our continuing mission. We appreciate all your support in the past and we know you will enjoy being a part of this adventure. So please visit comicare.org slash 1000smiles. That's C-O-M-I-C-A-R-E dot org slash 1000smiles. Visit our page, click that pledge button, and throw us a couple of cents per smile. You're free to put a cap on your donation so it doesn't get out of hand just in case Tony gets crazy and gets 10,000 smiles. You don't have to worry about getting nuts. Just visit our page at comicare.org slash 1000smiles and make your pledge today.